Greetings, Bat family, friends, acquaintances, work colleagues, etc. I want to apologize personally for the delay uh, in episode two. Uh, a couple things came up that kind of complicated my schedule. Thankfully, none of it was as bad as uh, having my parents gunned down in front of me at eight years old. So I want to thank you for your patience, and hopefully that doesn't happen again. Within the next week or so, we want to be able to publish a review of Tom King's Batman issues 1 through 85 of the current current uh, reboot, I guess you could say, as well as reviews of issue 87 of the Batman line and 1019 of Detective Comics. Again, sorry for the wait, but hopefully you like the next few episodes. Take care. Thanks for your listens and your patronage. Bye-bye. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? It's your boy, uh, me, and I'm here with my friend, Brandon, one of my lifelong companions and fellow Bat fan. One of the only people on planet Earth that I know (laughs) that appreciates Batman like I do, if not more. Oh yes, oh yes. I think I think we're we're on par with that one. Yeah, I think I think we're both. If we were to both combine our knowledge of Batman, we'd probably know everything there is to know about. If we were to combine Cape both of what we know with Batman, we'd make a, a half of a Batman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I'd be good at maybe the. I'd be good at like hacking into stuff, and you would be. Would you be the martial artist or would you be the, like the, the detective? I'd be the detective. I think and so. the only reason I say that is because whenever I played Arkham City, or <clears throat> Arkham Asylum, or Night, mm-hmm. I always favored detective mode over the combat mode. Oh yeah, and like you can stay on detective mode pretty much for the entirety of Arkham Asylum. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> like no reason not to be in detective mode. Right. Which kind of sucks, by the way. It, yeah. But anyway, uh, we're here to discuss the newest issue, really the newest chapter of Batman comics, on the main flagship Batman line. Batman number 86. Now, this isn't a reboot or anything, but it kind of is a soft reboot, if you think about it, because... A fresh uh, start. A fresh start, for sure, because uh, for the first 85 issues of DC Rebirth, now DC Universe, um, Batman was written by Tom King. And people have very mixed opinions on Tom King's Batman. Rightly so. He did a lot of divisive stuff. There were some really good arcs thrown in with some really, like, it's like filler. But not even, like, the good kind of anime filler where, like, Goku learns to drive, you know, with Piccolo. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, just, just, bad, just bad issues. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get a, a fresh start from our boy uh, James Tinney in the fourth who mm-hmm. I follow him on Twitter, and he seems to be very excited and very enthusiastic about having the role of lead Batman writer. So we're excited to see what his story, how his story is going to pan out. Um, we'll do a quick... We go, we, we go way back, Tinian and I. Yeah? How'd you learn? Yeah. How'd you first... Uh, how were you first introduced to Tinian's work? <laughs> Batman 86. <laughs> what was that? Batman 86. Batman 86. I didn't, hear, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know about the different um, authors until you told me, hey, you know, let's look oh. over this. And I was like, all right. And I looked at it. I thought it was still Tom King. And then, uh, you know, then I see my boy Ty over here take over the reins. And uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty cool first issue. And uh, he has been in the comics world for a long time. So he's obviously somebody that uh, DC trusted to really take control of their most popular character, Batman. So let's discuss this first issue. Now, there's a lot going on. And this issue checks off a lot of boxes. Uh, to begin with, we get Batman monologuing uh, about his vision of a future Gotham. And while he's monologuing, obviously, he's making references to Alfred. Now, mm-hmm. Brandon, you weren't really reading all the issues of uh, Tom King's run, but you do know, right, that Alfred was... Yeah. yeah, He was Mm -hmm. slain by Bane and Thomas Wayne. 
Mm-hmm. So this is something that's still affecting Batman, something he's still still dealing with. Uh, he oftentimes will make reference to, to Alfred in this issue. Now, go- yeah, yeah. Uh, at first, at first, it was interesting, you know, because I've seen it happen before with Damien. Uh, mm-hmm. Batman doesn't do well with death at all. Well, the first time he had to face death, he embarked on a like a three decade mission to stop crime. Right. And then the same thing happened with Damien when Damien died. Yeah. Uh, he kind of just lost spiraled rubles. Yeah. And um he just didn't take it well and it was it was interesting to see it again even though they were different writers. Um it was interesting that it was it kind of had the same tone. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. He's, he he's obviously yeah. a man in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and you can see that. You can you can sense it. And it's humanizing when we see the Dark Knight, this guy that we all look up to and who's like an alpha male, have to deal with the loss of somebody so close. Somebody who really was more his father than Thomas Wayne even was, because you know he was he lost Thomas when he was eight. And ever since then, Alfred really has been the one, uh, you know, filling in the father figure role for Bruce. Mm-hmm. So moving on, the next few pages, we see uh, a gentleman whose face is melting, which is always a nice way to start off your comic <laughs> yeah. reading experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It seems to be the venom of a sea wasp, which is a gel- jellyfish. Uh, we see that an assassin has... Uh, blah. What am I trying to say? Uh, an assassin is the one responsible. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a green trench coat. And then we, we finally see her go into like a, a layer of sorts. And uh, she takes off her, her, her fedora and opens up her trench coat. And she speaks to this guy who looks kind of like Wolverine, like a tall Wolverine. His name is Merlin. <laughs> yeah, is it just like, me? <laughs> yeah, is it just me? Or was I like confused as to what comic I was reading? No, I was like, wait a second, Merlin, isn't like I think when I think of Merlin, I think of uh, the Merlin from Disney. You know, big pointy hat, long beard. Yeah, yeah, like the so the, to, to the see, wizard to see. Yeah, to see uh, Hugh Jackman on the page. <laughs> a bit, uh, to, it was a to swallow to the, there. Yeah, it was a shock to the to, to the eyes. And this, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. No, no I, I will say that that whole death part, you know, with the whole like melting guy it just it didn't do anything for me yeah. like it didn't like it didn't like it didn't make me fear her you know what i'm saying i guess like, i guess it i guess it wasn't earned mm. yeah no you're right and it, it it all happened so fast the one thing that we can say about this issue and we can agree on is that they pack a lot into these pages and i i guess that is kind of uh, at the expense of the you know what you said it, things meaning something you know things have to have build up Sometimes when you're just thrust into that situation, it doesn't really uh, hit you like I think the writer intends. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we still see that there's obviously very dangerous, uh, dangerous people at work here in Gotham. We turn the page and we see a charity event of sorts, uh, pretty much celebrating the vision that Bruce Wayne has for Gotham, Gotham's future. And uh, we're introduced to one of our regular uh bruce what are you doing bro why are you licking those quarters <laughs> sorry i'm talking to my dog bruce yo what are you doing stop it <laughs> he was just licking a, a coin dish anyway he's retarded <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah we see selena kyle kind of acting <laughs> as a surrogate for bruce wayne uh, not really, uh, he's nowhere to be found, even though the uh, event seems to be thrown in his honor. Looking positively mm-hmm. Selena Kyle-ish in that dress with the... Yes. <laughs> yes. Smoking? And also, as you may know, at the end of uh, Tom King's run, they didn't really get married, but they do seem to be like in a long-term relationship. So we'll be seeing pretty much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Domestic partnership. They don't want to put a label on it. As most millennials don't. So they are in a 
in a relationship. Give me one second, man. Sorry, Bruce. I think he wants to go out. It's all good. You there? Okay. All right. So. <clears throat> All right. So, do you want to talk about what happens next? Yeah, I um, I was looking at that panel mm-hmm. when she's at the uh, charity event, and uh, was it me or did she look like? Dual I can Dua? definitely see that, bro. I looked at her. I was like, I've seen this face before, and then maybe like. Like a week later, I'm on YouTube, and you know, you see the 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 yeah. pranks that Ellen does with with stars, and I see one with Dua Leap. I'm like, oh my god, that's who it was. And the, you know, she's still hot. <laughs> that's very so. that's very accurate because I'm looking uh, at a picture of Dua Lipa right now, and she has the same exact haircut that uh old girl Selena has in this one. So yeah, that's very yeah. accurate. She's yeah. like Dua Lipa with green eyes. And yeah, exactly. Even though, even uh, this though, photo, she, she has like bur- like brown eyes. So. Yeah. Well, in your dreams, she can oh, exist with, right. with green eyes. So, uh, <laughs> right. moving forward, we see that Bruce isn't there because he's out on patrol, and he's pretty much using uh, Selena, or Selena's helping him mm-hmm. as kind of like recon. She's checking out the wealthy and to-do of Gotham City to see if uh, anybody looks suspicious. They're obviously suspecting something to happen. Uh, Lucius, we see him working on a new project for Bruce, something that a lot bigger and more powerful than anything that he's made for him before, including the Batmobile and the Batplane. Um, uh-huh. It's called the Night Climber. Then moving forward, we see that who is the responsible party behind all this? Well, none other than Deathstroke himself. How do you feel about Deathstroke, bro? As a as a Batman mm-hmm. villain, mm-hmm. great villain. Um, I sometimes forget that he is extremely mm. um, intelligent and uh, great martial artist and all that. But I don't know. I feel like when it comes to Deathstroke, when it comes to Joker, when it comes to Maybe even the even Ra's al Ghul sometimes. Mm. I, I feel like they're overused. I, you know, I definitely feel that, that way with e, our beloved Joker. Like, that dude is in everything. And, you know, obviously he is Batman's mm-hmm. most iconic villain. But yeah, I do feel like Deathstroke is starting to get to that point. You know, because we we've seen him in a lot of media lately. He was in the most recent season of Titans. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. He's, right. he's been used a lot recently. And he's obviously a formidable opponent yeah. for for Batman, but you know, let's see a little variety. Let's see a little. Let's see a little Mad Hatter. Let's see a little. Who would you like to see more of? Yeah. Who would I like to see more of? I think, I think the the, I would rather see, the villains that were made fun of, <laughs> like Kite Man and something Condiment bigger. Man, <laughs> the Condiment King, for example. Like, yeah, that'll be funny. Basically. Yeah. Like look look yeah. at look at Firefly, you know, uh, mm-hmm. pyro pyromaniac, you know, guy who's obsessed with fire has a pretty cool suit, you know, very simple but looks like a, a, a yeah he does a moth <laughs> in a way, and um, but mm-hmm. it, you know he he has so much they potential. never capitalize on it right, it, but it, I feel like is it know, just me? No. I don't think they is it just me or do you, did you watch Firefly in the animated series and think that he was a much larger part of like Batman's Rogues Gallery because he was awesome in Batman in the animated series because he had like that flame lightsaber bro yes. I was and with I... that <laughs> yes but you know what it is though too um, unfortunately things. When it comes to comics, things just always have yeah, to it's pop like anime. Like, I was about it's to almost say. like Dragon Ball, or specifically like Dragon Ball. Like if you think of, yeah, if you think of Dragon Ball, everyone is trying to take over yeah. Earth or destroy Earth. Every threat is either stronger than the last, and they have mm-hmm. to push their limits, push their limits, push their limits. I feel like a lot of comics Escalation. do that now, where they feel like they have to want yeah. right. 
Like, how about, you know, maybe give us mm. Firefly and uh, have him be clever, you know? Come back after years of hiatus. He comes back, has a has a plan to not necessarily take over Gotham, just kind of kind of start his own gang, you know, or something like that. I don't know. And a, a smaller plan, right? And then it turned into <clears throat> something bigger. I mean, not that making a gang is any clever is clever because everyone has a gang, but um, you know, maybe maybe with with getting more people to follow in his ways, you know, he could take over Gotham faster in the future, or something, you know, like give us mm-hmm. give us something different as opposed to the same. It's the assassins, it's Joker, it's Toxin, you know, it's usually those things that stick with Batman. So I don't know. Right. No, I agree. And I think we need to make way for more uh, like character driven stories instead of just like things escalating and escalating. And that was my problem with honestly with the last uh, the last Batman run with Tom King's. It was all building towards this huge event that really just did not live up to any expectation whatsoever. But anyway, that's a story for another podcast, which I will definitely be recapping uh, Tom King's Batman in the episodes to come. But anyway, uh, let's wrap up our recap because uh, we still have a few questions that we wanted to ask. Um, we see that uh, Batman has pretty much figured out these criminals, these uh, assassins, been able to corner them and use technology and fear and uh, this really cool device that he basically projects shadows to scare them crapless. crapless. Yeah. All the while he is taking down Slade. We also see him, uh, we also see Catwoman rather, chase down a, a suspect from the gala uh, that seems to be up to no good, but then he gets his face melted off in the same manner as the character from the beginning, which I have to say that one is a little more uh, has a little more oomph to it because uh, there's a message coming out from that guy's face, which is weird. And uh, we see that he's C3 R2D2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's playing one last message before he dies. And uh, we see that whoever is taking down these people in this manner is using a plan that Selena originally had to take down the Batman. And we see that it's in green text, which could just be a play on the whole color palette of the of the panels that we see this happening in. But does that seem like Joker to you? Honestly, no. No? Okay. No. I got the whole racial ghoul vibe. Okay. You know, like sending out assassins. And, Very true. Uh, and, um, you know, having a bigger purpose and, you know, that kind of feel. I got you. And I wasn't completely thrilled with the issue. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, all right, it's fine. I, 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 just, I just expected more. I understand. Yeah, no, especially with a... With like basically a reboot of sorts, you want to see, you wanted to check off all the bot. You want to know that Batman, the Batman line, is in good hands, right? And while I liked it, I do, I do hear you. Uh, it didn't really resonate emotionally. I think with me, like maybe I was expecting it to. And then we see in the epilogue, we definitely see Joker's gang because they have the the masks that were used in Joaquin Phoenix Joker uh, movie. And they're burning down the amusement park, which we know is one of uh, like his signature hideouts or, or layers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we have a few questions that we want to ask before we uh, do anything else, before we go any further with uh, our podcast. And my first one for you is, what did you like about this issue, Brandon? Uh, two things, actually. I liked Lucius. Okay. I really Always like love him. Lucius. Yeah. I, I like his banter, I guess you could say. Yeah, it was well written. Yeah. He was very well done. Um, and I like the artwork. Very and good, I, yeah, from Tony S. I, Daniels. Yes. I think that the second page when they show him on the rooftop, I think they, <clears throat> they did a really good job of capturing what in my mind is Batman. I mean, who am I? But, you know, still. In, yeah. I, I guess... When you. you read something or when you watch something, everyone has an idea of what the hero should be or should look like. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, 
I have a certain look, and they nailed it to me. Absolutely. I feel like the uh, the art was definitely one of the highlights of the issue. I would say it was the highlight of the issue for me. Um, I always like Tony S. Daniels' work. Um, I love the way he draws Batman. Uh, it looks very, like, tactile. Like, you feel like you can almost reach out and grab it, which, mm-hmm. you know, is he's super talented and yes i agree with you i also like the way the grappling hook looks in page two and three or yeah two and three because it's got like this funky little like bat wing design which i've never seen a grappling hook or a grap grapnel gun look like that before the the gun or the actual like hook no the grapnel gun i don't remember yeah so i have the issue right in front of me but take a look at that when you get home okay yeah What about, what would you change about this issue? What didn't you like? Uh, there was too, there was too much going on. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree. Yeah, give me a little less. Flesh out, flesh out maybe up until he has the bat, he's ready to use the bat wing. Mm. Or whatever, or the bat pot, whatever you're calling it. Um, The nightcrawler, I think it's called, or something like that. Okay. Up until that point, I think they should have expanded on that. And, okay, next issue is he's going after these assassins. Yeah, you I like what, that. Give you us, get what I'm saying? Give us some time to breathe from the end of last issue, which pretty much closed all the Tom King stuff, mm-hmm. to now. It would have been nice to kind of have like an issue, maybe focus a little more on Bruce and Selena, like how Bruce is coping with the loss of Alfred, which is only like four issues ago, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I would have to agree with you. Um, is there anything? Uh, what what uh, theory? What's your uh, prediction on how this arc is going to go, based on what we've seen so far? Well, they're saying that it's going to be big, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying that this is going to be a really big story, a game changer. I don't. I don't know. With Batman, that's hard to say, because people have died in his in his circle. They've mm-hmm. come back. His circle has gotten bigger, it's gotten smaller, then bigger again. That's kind of, like I don't I don't know where they're going with it. So I don't I don't I don't know. I feel like with Batman, he has great stories and he can have a lot of potential. But I don't know if I don't I don't really see it. I don't see their vision. Mm. If you know what I mean. No, yeah, I get you. And it's still very early. And there's so many things going on in this issue that it's kind of tough to tough to tell what direction they're going to... Like, I couldn't tell you if they're going to continue to pursue the whole Slade angle or who the heck is melting people's faces. Like, there was just... There was a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I think about... And, and then after I read it, I was like, man, it's kind of... Wasn't what I expected. And I actually had to look up other reviews to to see whether or not my thinking was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like was it was it me or was it actually uh, not a great book? And it was kind of uh, I'm kind of in between the two articles that I read. Okay, yeah, I mean what what I've seen online too is is pretty pretty divided response. Not too divided, you know. Obviously, a lot of people are happy to be out of the shadow of Tom King's Batman. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. People are just you know happy to see something new with for, forward momentum and all that stuff. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I think that based off, I think people are happy that it's not Tom King. And I think that's why some of the positive reviews is just that it's a breath of fresh air, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing, you know, especially if you're like me, you've had to slog through all 85 issues of what came before (laughs) it, which was not easy all the time. I'm actually guilty of... uh being one of those collectors that says, yeah, I'll get to it, and then never reads any of them because you're so far behind. <laughs> I and I still, <laughs> I still collect them. I'm like, what am I going to do with all of this? Yeah, I'm like that with... I mean, I definitely bite off more than I can chew when it comes to comics, and I'm like that with like Daredevil and Spider-Man and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. Batman is the one that I've taken... You know, I've, I've made an effort to, to read. And, uh, you know, the last... Uh, I'll get into it more on my tom king recap episode but there was a lot of good mixed with a lot of bad and yeah you just felt like it was never gonna end mm-hmm. and so just having somebody different write it was nice you know and I'll, I'll say for that reason i think my rating is gonna be a little higher than yours so out of 10 batarangs how many would you give it 
Um, seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with seven and a half batterings, and maybe. I, I, yeah. 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 I I didn't hate it, but I just didn't love it. Love it. Okay. That's fair enough. And uh, hopefully, as the arc goes on and we see some of these threads get tied up. You know, maybe our our review might be a little more positive in the future. But yeah, anything more you'd like to say about this issue? Yeah, I. Being that everyone was talking about how big this storyline was supposed to be or it's gonna be, mm-hmm. um, I guess I need more. I, and I thought back to um, Detective Comics in the New Fifty Two run, mm-hmm. which I know that book sucked. Because after like issue five, you just didn't even know what was going on. It was but a tough think, read. Yeah, but I think it was the first issue or like the second, something like that. I remember reading it, and at the end, at the very end of of that comic book, you just see Joker's face, like on a on a on an operating table. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, like your mouth drops and you look to the side, like. Who else is reading this with me? <laughs> and and I wish I wish it kind of would have been like that to get me excited for what's to come. If it's going to be so big, give me something to be excited about. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I, I don't feel like I know what to look forward to in this right. issue, which is a problem. But hopefully we kind of get a little more clarity as the, as the issues go on. And uh, we'll give this new writer, Ty Ty, the benefit of the doubt for now. Well, thank you, my man. Yeah. So sorry, of we kind of went a little over over time, but no, it's fine. But um, I had a lot of fun, man. I think the next issue comes out in two weeks, or maybe I'll let you know when it is. But yeah, isn't it monthly? It's gonna be monthly now. Yeah. Let okay. Me see. Yeah, it's gonna be monthly, and then there's gonna be the Batman Catwoman thing, which hopefully I'll be able to uh, recap with Kelly. But if you ever wanna uh, jump in on that, man, let me know. For sure, which actually I was going to ask you, being that you have the other podcast with Detective Comics, Mm -hmm. is it safe to assume that we are all part of the same universe in podcast? Correct, yes. Okay. You want to jump in on that? Um, Yeah, it was actually, it was cool. I listened to it. I actually really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, uh, I didn't read it, so I I won't get into it because, you know, life happens and you don't ever get to do what you want to do sometimes <laughs> such is life but um but uh yeah i want to get into it you guys you guys got me to want to look into it and read it and and i want to see if i can pick it up soon if i don't already have it somewhere yeah man and i gotta say honestly for like the last maybe two years um detective comics has been a lot more interesting than um okay. than than batman has i think it's just because they feel a little more like you know, like they have a little more freedom to just kind of do like smaller stories that are like whodunits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would recommend it, man. If you want to jump Honestly, in on that, yeah, maybe I'll the next up, look- next next issue you could do it. Yeah, for sure. I actually, honestly, I'd rather I'd rather them have one great book where it covers maybe one week his tactical ways, one week his detective ways. You know, like yeah, I I feel like when you think about great Batman, you think of the animated series in a lot of cases mm-hmm. aside from other stories and other um, movies but um that was kind of like that perfect balance and they and they had that one week it was a lot of detective work with a little bit of action mm-hmm. sometimes it was more action than more detective work so you know i feel like if they got if they had just one great book where they can kind of learn to balance it all out fine give them different writers but just be cohesive everyone works together everyone shows a different aspect of his abilities but with the same storyline mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah no i i totally agree with you man that's the that's the benefit of reading both you know because in, in batman you tend to you tend to get like these bigger arcs that kind of affect the batman mythos a little more like you know what tom king was trying to do and then detective comics is literally just that oftentimes it's just like you know batman and a friend like whether it's Damien or or Nightwing or or you know what's this guy's name the Signal trying to take down whoever you know and oftentimes like you need that break you know you need that change of pace yeah. from just Batman that relentless 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I think of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they just they go and play like skee ball, uh, <laughs> the bowling alley afterwards and stuff. Go go uh, ice skating on two for one nights. Uh huh. my buddy. Thank you very much for uh, reviewing this issue with me. Love you, buddy. And uh, we'll see you in a we'll see you in a few weeks, man. Yeah, for sure. Take it easy. Take it easy, bro. Yo. Oh. We're back. Uh, We're back. You mentioned to me that a few uh, weeks ago, whatever, that you felt like Batfleck, Ben Affleck as Batman was your perfect representation of Batman on film, as far as like the way he looked, right? On the on the big screen, near perfect. Okay, that's fair enough. Was it just the way he looked physically? Was it also how he looked as Bruce Wayne? Was it his personality in the suit? Uh, Bruce Wayne was damn near perfect for me. The only thing, of course, everyone talks about the whole killing aspect of of Batman and everything else. Um, but as uh, as a as a weathered old Bruce Wayne who's miserable, yes, he got it. Yes. In terms of a Batman who is angry, yes, he got it. Mm. Take away the death part, you know, where he, he's killing people. Yeah, that part's not everyone's favorite. Doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. But, oh. Pretty, pretty damn near. Yeah, you know, I'd have to say the same. I obviously was not a fan of the killing. I grew up with, you know, Batman the Animated Series, where it's very clear that he doesn't, <laughs> that he has a code. And... He never breaks that code, and the one time that he thought uh-huh. about breaking that code, he retires from being Batman, and that's the beginning of Batman Beyond. So I'm not cool with that, but I have to say that on film, yeah. like his demeanor, the way he fills out that suit, the the suit itself, I mean, just everything was perfect. It, it was yeah. very much Frank Miller's Batman, and I love that. Which you know brings me to my next point, or rather right. our next segment, right. which is our favorite bat suits, because I have to say that. When I first, you know, everybody's waiting for the reveal of uh, Robert Pattinson's Batsuit. And there's been a ton of rumors floating out, you know, about that. It's going to look, it's going to be, you know, dark blue, like in the comics and this, this and that. And everybody's excited about it. But my question to you is, uh, rather two questions. What are your three favorite Batsuits, whether on film, on television, in the comics? uh, And... Finally, we'll wrap up with what is your ideal version of the bat suit. So we'll start with you. You can tell me your third favorite bat suit. Okay. And I'll tell you mine, and then we'll go. We'll go down the list. Um. Third, third favorite, man. Uh. Mm. It has to Good be stuff. either the Telltale that uh, we were talking about, yeah, or the um. Or kind of okay. like the uh, key in one, like an all black with the yellow uh, details. I, I'm I'm kind of well. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, those, I either, you're you're good as gold with either one of those options. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I think with those two, it's either because it, actually, if you were to combine the two, like the one that you showed me a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what you want a cosplay as. Um, that's basically yeah, taking those pretty two much. concepts yeah. together. It's got the same color scheme as like the Telltale better. with the yellow so, uh, Keaton symbol, which I love. I have a soft spot for. Right. Which yeah, so it's actually, the, it's it the, the, the Three Jokers comic so that this? hasn't come out yet, but will be coming out probably within the next like few months. So then to, like, <laughs> consolidate okay. my answer, it's that Batsuit. The combination of those two. Okay, so three Jokers Batman would be, like, your your, your third favorite. Okay. Definitely number two. I like it. Um, I'd have to say that my third favorite 
It would probably be yes. the Batman the Animated Series one. Ah. Uh, so the one from the original series. I love the, the black and Which gray, one? like the more minimalist look in the new uh, Batman okay. adventures. Uh, actually, when I was a kid, I liked that one way better. And I hated the one with the yellow oval. I thought it looked corny. Um, and anytime, you know, like I would see, I would, I would get home from school and I would see the uh, opening theme for Batman. I was always in my head just saying, please be the new Batsuit. Please be the new Batsuit. And I, would, I was always disappointed when it was like the, the one with the, the yellow oval. Now, in my old age, I've come to appreciate that look. Uh, the way it kind yeah. of calls back to the comics, you know, the, the classic, you know, 60s and 70s Batman look while still being a little more updated and dark. So that look has a very special uh, place in my heart. I'll always love it. Right. And I, it's my third favorite Batsuit of all time. What's your, what's your third favorite? Okay. Uh, second favorite. Right. Rather. I can dig it. I can dig it. Second favorite? I that is a look, bro. That is, that is a move. Batman Beyond suit. Yeah. I think I think that was the first time that you can say you saw Batman Beyond's um, suit with detail. Like, muscular detail, suit detail, just a lot going on, and it looked fantastic. I actually remember how I got it. I remember buying the game and then finding out that they had skins for it, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to, you know, you know, good old nineties, you know, with the cheat sheets and everything. You're trying to find cheats, and oh, um, the the energy drinks. I, right? I found out that Full Throttle had a skin exclusive nah, to them. Yes, Full Throttle. No, what am I talking about? Nas, Nas, Nas. They had the um the the exclusive Batman Beyond skin. All you had to do was buy one can. And then redeemed the point, which which was one point. <laughs> Best believe I went to get myself a Nas that night, and I got Absolutely. the Batman Beyond suit. So that that's my number two. I actually yeah. used that, and it definitely it was cool. You know, you got to feel like Terry McGinnis, even though we sadly haven't gotten a, a a real AAA Batman Beyond game. It was nice to be able to use that bad suit. And it was, you know, very close to the animated mm-hmm. series, whereas the one in Arkham Knight still looked awesome, but it was yeah, something else entirely, which also still looked awesome. Um, so my second favorite, I would have to say, uh, it, was a, it was tough for me, but I went with uh, Batman Hush. And I, by the Jimmer, yeah. I actually have Ooh. that poster. Well, you know, you by, uh, by Jim Lee. I have that poster on my wall. Yes. And I just love that look. It's, cla- you know, it's very simple. Yeah. The lines are simple. It's like a, a dark mm-hmm. blue cape and cowl and gloves and boots. Gray bodysuit. And that just classic looking hush Jim Lee bat symbol. That is what I feel, you know, if you're just going to go with one look in the comics, that's, you know, that's what it should look like. You can't beat that. And what's your number one favorite bat suit of all time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> George Clooney or Val Kilmer? Easy. Bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're both great. No. Um, Oof. No. Great my, my number one favorite is... My first uh, ever cosplay. Yes. Um, the only... Yeah. Yeah, I remember um my i have to i have to say it's my favorite just because of i guess the modernization of it mm-hmm. without getting without being too over the top yeah and not no, losing absolutely. that sense of he's intimidating you know what i'm saying like they drop they drop the trunks they you know they outline the simple <laughs> which by the way dc you owe me money because when i was uh when I was playing DC Universe, oh, I, I remember you sent me a photo of that, right? A coworker where you came up with that together, and I was leaving like years ago. Yes, bro. I outlined. I was like, <clears throat> and you know what's funny? I I drew it that way just because I was like, you know, it's DC Universe. You can't be Batman. You can't be Wonder Woman or Superman. You have to be basically their 
their um, sidekick or their helper or whatever the case may be. And I was like, my <laughs> ideal DC Universe suit would be Batman inspired. Hello. And um, it got, I don't know if I got, I know I didn't get rid of the trunks, but I did outline the bat symbols. I remember outlining the bat symbols. Like, I got to be different. I outlined it. So DC, holla at your boy. I, I, I will take it in the amount of $5. <laughs> well, you got to take that up with uh, uh, your boy Caramel Greg Capullo, Macchiato. who Sorry, designed the Batman Rebirth. And you are one of the biggest Capullo fans that I know. So it's <laughs> it's fitting that he, yeah. Who doesn't, man? Who doesn't? And actually, yeah. guess what my favorite Love is? That's right. A Batman Rebirth like you. And it was actually a close tie between Rebirth <laughs> and... Yep. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I was going to say... Um, and I was going to say New 52, which, of course, we all know is a look that Capullo made iconic as well. But I figured, you know what? He made both. I'm going to... At give the edge to rebirth for all mm-hmm. the flair and all the all the new stuff that he introduced. There's a lot of things that I love about that suit. You know, the outline around the bat symbol looks great. Like, why didn't we think of this earlier? Well, guess what? Brandon thought of it earlier. <laughs> he thought of it earlier. Pay him at least get <laughs> well, him. Yeah, that's all he asked for. He doesn't ask for much. I've always loved the like the randomness of Batman having purple <laughs> gloves. Like in his early years, like what the heck? Who came up with that? And then to incorporate the purple in the cape Yo, was great. Me too. I am. Um... You, you know what's funny? The first time I <laughs> cosplayed as Batman, which I think of now and I'm like, damn, what a train wreck. But like the one classic, of the things I wanted like to the Bob do Kane. was have purple gloves. Yeah. Yes, just to throw <laughs> it as an, as an homage. And. Um, <laughs> I didn't because I forgot the gloves. Had bare fingers black and purple. Saying, like, and uh, <laughs> in case he needed to use a touchscreen or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it was. Mm, I, I, it I love that purple look. I think it just meshes so well. And I think, I think if if I can if I can get. A purple pair of gloves for my cosplay, which I'm currently... That would actually look really dope. And it would look like... You know how in the latter half of Zero Year, he kind of has like the updated... I'm going to send you a photo right now, but it's basically like the Capullo cowl with like the the gray bodysuit and purple gloves. looks great. But but anyway, I've always loved that... uh, you know, Capullo yeah. said that when he yeah, designed the, the rebirth thing, he wanted to incorporate the purple, so he just put it in the undercape. And I was like, that's genius, because you see that every now and then. It looks great. Uh, and like you said before, you know, it, yeah. it it allows for a little bit of flair while still making Batman intimidating, you know, which is what lose, you know. Otherwise, why is this dude dressed up as a bat? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was sad to see, like halfway through <laughs> yeah. Tom King's run, Basically. they got rid of the yeah. the rebirth suit or whatever, and they went back to the you know so the the classic, which I'm never going to be against. But it was sad to see him go. So then, when last night on Earth came out, which is that new miniseries I told you about, um, they brought it back, which I was very happy to see the rebirth Batman mm-hmm. look back in action. So we both agree that that's definitely the best look Batman's had. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Those I people can go suck Many egg. would argue with it's not the best. <laughs> but I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Dr. Manhattan's blue penis. Um, um, I, I think, again, with when it comes to suit, it, I think everyone has that. I do look for Batman. Extremely different. And when you talk to everybody, it's very different with the suit. Everyone's very different. Yeah. I mean, I know, I'm sure that people think... Extremely over the top. I is perfect. like parts of it, but I don't... Maybe a little over I the top. I really don't like certain parts, certain other parts of it. <laughs> right. Then there are people who love the Batman Beyond suit, like I do. But others may think it's too simplistic and it's not realistic enough for him to say, I can carry, you know, a whole arsenal of military grade weapons in a little square box. 
So, it, it, I think and that's really it, one of the great things about the, Batman. The person, really, they, everybody they has like. their favorite iteration, their favorite suit, you know, their favorite way of writing Batman. And there's really no right or wrong answer. You know, at the end of the day, Batman's been around long enough, been written by enough people that Batman's for everybody. You know. So my last question is, right. you know, we have this new mm-hmm. Batman movie coming yeah. up, and a lot of people are excited about it. Other people are sad that mm-hmm. Ben Affleck didn't get another shake at the title character. Be that as it may, uh, it's happening. And, you know, as Bat fans, we, we, want, we want it to be good, you know? Mm-hmm. We, want it, we want to see it succeed. And obviously <laughs> the Bat suit has, plays into that. You know, you can't, yeah. can't be... I mean, I'm I'm gonna just throw it out there. The one bat or the two Batman movies that had bad nipples were bad Batman movies. Coincidence? You know, you can decide. But no, it wasn't a coincidence. It was terrible, and it ruined the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, actually, now that you no, no, say no. that, um, before we get into the the other question, I'm sorry to take up your time, but <clears throat> when we were we follow the um mm-hmm. what's the guy, the guy that draws Instagram, whatever batman yeah, yeah, yeah animated fan or something like that b-taz style Bat- yeah yes yes so he draws everything in the uh animated series styles my god he took that first scene from batman and robin and it was near damn perfect for me i don't understand it it just i feel like the i mean the if it would have been an animated it movie, movie it probably would have been 10 times better animated movie directed by you know, Bruce Tim and written by Paul Dini. Give yes. me all of that, bro. Give me all that. Um, but yeah, so my question is, what kind of bat suit would you like <laughs> yeah. to see in the new Batman movie? What would your like if you could piece together all the things that you like about all these different bat suits and just create your perfect template for a bat suit, what would it be? <laughs> well, I would like to see Edward Cullen's in a very um <laughs> in a okay. very uh, And what do you mean by my comic style? Style suit. Very much so. Well, we've talked about this before, but I've always told you that when it comes to movies, the the thing that irks me the most about movies is the fact that they try mm-hmm. to which is one of uh, your hang-ups with the Nolan trilogy, right? Put too much realism into it. I mean, the thing that got me the most with the Nolan trilogy was the fact that Batman was trying to push it like, to everyone else. You know, like Bruce was like, was you can do door this to door too. witnessing and stuff. And I, I hope you, and I hope you take it like today. <laughs> yeah, basically. And um, <clears throat> um, I, you're taking a very fantasy-filled medium, and you're trying to bring it into the real world. And I get it when it comes mm-hmm. to live action, a lot of the stuff that are in comics are not possible. They're, they're just not possible, but it's Hollywood. It's the movies. That's what you go for the movies for the not possible. So why, you know, why take <laughs> me down a realistic road? You know, I live funny. in the real world. I, I used to it. always think so, that. I used to always think that, uh, take I'm me. sorry to interrupt you, but like, you know, yeah, like it's great to see Batman, a more grittier real life take of Batman. Oh, yeah. And then you told me that like a few years ago and I was like, oh my God, that's, that's freaking true. Like why, especially with something as fantastic as Batman, because people like to think, oh, Batman's the most realistic hero. He's really not. Like he fights a giant crocodile, man, and a clown and a 600 year old, like Arab, you know, like there's nothing real about that. Not one bit. Like let's embrace that. Let's. Let's, you know, let's see the fantastical side of Batman, which is what we love yeah. so much about it. Yeah. And it's it's funny because um, it, I just don't understand that. I don't understand that piece of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because now that you say that, I thought about when Ben Affleck was Batman. And uh, everyone was like, I hope they get his voice right. I hope they get his... Mm-hmm. Um, his uh his suit right right and people you just read the comments on youtube and um, a lot of people are like oh that's not realistic this is realistic this isn't realistic meanwhile in the jurassic world trailer (laughs) you see chris pratt with four raptors around him on a motorcycle and and the comments are like that's so badass (laughs) 
Yeah, where did we go wrong? Like, where we are holding are these two doing, things guys? in different what are standards. You doing here? And you're absolutely right. Like you have to embrace <laughs> the, the the wackiness of Batman. Cause I think I think Superman is more realistic. Like, oh, yeah. you tell me like, oh hey, yeah, uh, there's an alien that landed here on Earth and uh, he's got like crazy powers. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But you tell me that there's a guy that is like a normal man and knows like 75 different forms of martial arts and is the smartest man on earth and has trained an army of 12 year olds to fight with him and he fights a giant <laughs> lizard man? Like, there's nothing realistic about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. And then you don't get the voice right and exactly. everything falls apart. That's what falls apart. <laughs> The voice, not the no, crocodile, not man. the yeah, not the the steroid, <laughs> not the enhanced Mexican steroid man. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the voice. It's the voice in the suit. Mm. Uh, but I, 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 what I want to see is a comic suit, or, or, and it doesn't have to be like a little more modern the comics right? that we used to read in the nineties or anything like that. <clears throat> you know, if you. Yeah, a little more modern. I mean, if you want, if you want to do Gotham yeah. by Gaslight, you know, dedicate yourself to it. Dedicate yourself to the suits that you're looking at. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was watching a like a documentary on <laughs> on, <laughs> on all people, Lucille Ball. <laughs> and. Um, one of the things that they said was, you know, in her scenes, mm-hmm. if you if you look at her scenes, they're outrageous, fully outrageous. But one of the things that people understood was that what she wanted for her show was the fact that people, um, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you, you were took immersed her to, in a real way to that circumstance. And if you were in that, cir- mm-hmm. yeah, and if you were in that circumstance, you play yeah. it as if it's real. And that's that's what made that show so great, as like over the top it was, as like how yeah, it ridiculous is. it was. It's still known as a TV still. classic, mm-hmm. and and it gets people laughing every time. I agree. So when it comes to the comics, I wish they would do the same thing. Okay, he he has a danger. Take mm-hmm. him to the danger in a realistic way. Fine, there's your realism, you know, with the gangs and whatnot, <clears throat> but. If you have to, you know, dedicate yourself. Yeah, don't make it that his mask is like concept. You know, like has like make it (laughs) pretty much. It's got like it's like a paint, like a paint. And as like he's like a walking Xanax (laughs) dispenser or something like that. Yeah, no. Uh Give me, you know, like go with it. Full on, dedicate yourself to it. And I think I think I agree. people eventually. I agree. And I think other comic board with it. like movies have kind of done Good. that. Like you know, you saw Shazam, and some of the MCU does that. I think the MCU. I don't love certain parts of the MCU, but they do kind of like dedicate themselves to being somewhat comic, um, comic accurate while still putting it in the real world. Which you can do that with Batman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look mm-hmm. at look at look at Endgame, how over the top that was. You have a Vietnamese. That seems they, like Vietnamese a, a loaded question. <laughs> you have a, a, an Asian man swirling his finger. Yeah. <laughs> you see an Asian man swirling his finger oh, yeah. around, right? <laughs> and he opens a hundred different portals. <laughs> and you got a fl- you got a flying mm-hmm. horse. You got a talking duck. You got a <laughs> talking raccoon. Tree. You got a walking tree. Okay, and and you're telling me you're telling me. No, you're absolutely right. You can't put. Yeah, Batman that's where he thrives. And he's he, he's, he's great because like from... when you put Batman in that world, he serves as like the foil. Like he's this grim, dark superhero, and all of his all of his rogues gallery are the exact opposite. They're over the top. They're like they're the Joker. <clears throat> yeah. They're Two Face. He's flamboyant characters, and it works really well. Like you, you know, you just you lean lean into that, and you can make some, you can have some really good stories, mm-hmm. some really visually pleasing movies, you know. And in addition to being good stories, right? <clears throat> and you know what's the funny thing about it all? When you read a, uh, when you learn 
in, in the way of uh, how Batman is. You know, he's been around mm-hmm. people who cast spells. He's been around people who are from different planets. And even still, mm-hmm. in certain yeah. comics, you'll see Batman say, I don't believe you, Your best friend is literally Zatanna. And, and you're just like, wait, what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, where, where's the logic mm-hmm. in that? Yeah. But at least the real the realism is in him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, Have exactly. Everything else be That's that's the way it should be. Over the top. And going back to the you know? original question which is what what kind of bat suit we would like is exactly that. Like embrace the comic book side of it. You know, you know one thing I have my my reasons yeah. for liking BVS and my reasons for disliking it. One thing, one little thing that I really enjoyed, right? So we all talk about the warehouse scene. It's pretty much the quintessential Batman on film scene. It's it's amazing because it looks like what you'd see in a comic book, you know. And there's this scene where a thug shoots yeah. Ben Affleck in like the shoulder or something like that, and you see it deflect off of his suit, which. You know, by all accounts, looks like cloth, right? Like, and the movie doesn't spend more than a second on that. Like, yeah, there's no explanation that oh yeah, his suit has like a special fabric, a, a you know, a triweave fiber dipped in titanium, you know, blessed by mighty Thor and all this crap. Like, you know, the Nolan movie spent time on that, and it's like I understand why. <laughs> Obviously, you want to know how this guy can go into a, yeah. a warehouse full of armed thugs and survive, but you know, he's Batman, like. We don't need to think too much about that. Like he's obviously planned for gunshots and he's maybe, yeah. you know, put like Kevlar or whatever, yeah. but you don't have to think about it. Just make the suit look cool. That's all we want. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that this, I'm not saying that his movies have to be a hundred percent fantasy. They don't. And his suit doesn't have to be a hundred percent fantasy. I'm just saying that, right. you know, it's, it's what's in the pages mm-hmm. of the book. It's what yeah. it's what they're writing. It's what they're drawing. So make it make it that. I mean, one one of the things. I mean, think about it. he's this, a big Batman he's a big has boy. To be about, about what two fifty three hundred pounds with his suit and yeah he's he's hefty <laughs> and uh, he has a little cable right that out of a little, <laughs> a little yarn the size of a super yeah worker. latches onto the top of the building <laughs> and and literally stretches and I, I've always wondered how that thing doesn't snap in midair. And he swings to another building. Like I I've never understood that. And and yet, you know, it's it's there and we love it. It's one of the things we look forward to and we try to replicate. But when it comes to the movies, they don't want to replicate it. And I don't get that. So Yes, I agree. Give me a comic One hundred percent. Let's Do see something. a little more. Let's see. You know, because you have literally 80 years worth of stories. Some of them, like, all-time greats. Like, not just in the comic book medium, but just in, like, printed, like, literature. And just draw from those, you know, and, and embrace the embrace the fantasy, yeah. embrace the idiosyncrasies or whatever you want to call them. And that's what I want to see in my bat suit, you know? Like, I don't need to see Batman with a ton of armor, you know? Like, I don't need to see him look like a SWAT member with ears, that, that to me yeah. is, yeah, dude. Seriously, and it's <laughs> that, funny because that's obviously what Dark like Knight is one of the greatest comic book movies ever made, and it's tough to argue that. But from Batman Begins, where you see him, yeah. he's like shrouded in darkness, and he looks like a he looks like a hulking mass of muscle, and then you go into like this slimmer, more like tactical look in Dark Knight. Even when I saw the movie originally, I was like something doesn't feel right because why the heck does he even need to be Batman at that point? He could just be like SWAT man. He could be armor man. Like it doesn't, he, the, the whole bat, the whole reason that he needs to be dressed up as a bat, <laughs> which is to intimidate is lost when it, he just looks like a guy with a motorcycle jacket on, you know, like you need to, you need to embrace the character for yeah. all that he is. And that's what I, that's what I want to see in the, in the, in the next bat suit. In the next yeah. movie. <clears throat> Actually, sp- speaking of of bat suits, uh, I know we touched on this before, but another bat suit that, that I is really a cool like suit, bro. Is the it DC looks totally different from every bat else. suit. I don't. I I know that the story is not well received, 
and it is a little complicated to follow from what I remember reading it. Mm. But something about that suit is so dope to me. Super simple, same thing, mm-hmm. super simple, but just the core aspects of Batman are kind of accentuated. That is actually a really cool and, idea uh, for it's co- such a dope cosplay suit. Too, it's such a dope suit. It's just really, it's a really cool look. He kind of, he looks a little bit like how uh, Black Panther looks like in the comics, where he's like, uh, the, the mouth is covered and stuff like that, and he's got that cape. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. And then the symbol is not, it's it's kind of like a, <laughs> yes. it kind of looks like a massive uh, bow tie. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> that extends from shoulder to shoulder and like keeps his suit in place. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that that character of, of Batman. It's not yeah, I wish we could have seen more from him. He's actually fascinating because he has powers. And, a, and I've always believed that Batman... At one point mm-hmm. or another, should we should see him with like a power? Yeah, that would be sort. that would be awesome. And actually, they kind of teased that, kind of like Spawn, and again in Tom King's Batman, uh, where he, he, Superman offers him, <laughs> I think it's called like Silver Kryptonite <laughs> yeah. or something like that, that gives him the powers of a Kryptonian, uh, which was then used. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh-huh. I digress. But yes, I would love to see Batman with powers for like more than one issue. Because they did that, like, uh, I think they did that in, like, some crossover, like, a few yes. years back, where he all of a sudden had the powers of, like, you know, pretty much like Dr. Manhattan. He was, like, omnipotent, and he kind of became a douchebag or whatever, which is part for the course. Anytime any Batman's okay. written in, like, Justice League, he's always <laughs> yeah. a douchebag. I would like to see that. I, I would definitely be interested in seeing seeing that or seeing more from the uh, DC 1 million Batman. Mm. Yeah, or give me an enchanted cape, you know, like, 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 like I said, Spawn. You know, his cape has kind of like a mind of his own, and it can kind of like conceal right. him, and yeah. it can detach cool. and do no, other no, no. things. Something, something like that. Uh, kind of, that's kind of sound, seems kind of like Doctor Strange ish to me because he's got like that enchanted. I don't even know if that's a cape. It's like a. Yeah, cloak, I guess. But yeah, something that something that gives him a you know an edge. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> show us the Batman, right? That's in the city. He feels overwhelmed. Feels like he's not getting anywhere. Succumbs to a superpower. Says, "Fine, I'll do it." If, if this is what it means to get my mm-hmm. my my ideals in place, I, I have to do it. And then come to find out he's losing a part of himself. It's not who he thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And from there on out, he does what he can to get rid of it. And he sticks Do you remember that DVD? To Sorry. himself. There's a DVD you know, called like uh, and he thinks about Gotham Knights or something like that. No, go ahead. And it was released. Yeah, it was like the anime Batman that was released before Dark Knight. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, right? One of those. Sh- yeah, so, do, so did yeah. I. One yes. of the shorts, I had, I had it. Uh, Lucius gives him like a suit that repels <laughs> bullets. You remember that? And he takes it out on like a drug bust oh, on like yeah. a boat or something like that. And I somebody do. tries, you know, clapping him. And then it, the, you know, deflects off of his suit and it accidentally like hits an innocent bystander. Oh yeah, it was a thug. Uh, it was been a while since I've seen that. But I it was a thug. But yeah, it was it was a thug, and you know that thug had to be rushed to the hospital, or whatever. <laughs> okay. And so he gives the suit back to Lucius, and he's basically like, "I can't risk this, uh, you know, uh, harming unsuspecting civilians or whatever, you know." Which I thought was cool. So yes, I would love to see that, but with like what you mentioned, you know, the concept that you mentioned yeah. of like an enchanted or like a powered suit. Or cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Which would be very cool, man. So many, different. so many. It's funny. This character has been around for so long, mm-hmm. but we still have so many ideas as to where we'd like to take him and what we'd like to see. <laughs> take someone who's inspired by Bruce Wayne and help him. I mean, of course, that mm. means he. Bat family's that always family, growing, but... man. Whatever. Somebody who says he you know. likes working alone, this dude's got a, a deep <laughs> roster of, of homies. <laughs> Shit. Look out. 
Oh yeah. We got he has two a cow. dogs. <laughs> he has a dog. He's got cat woman. Doesn't he have a cat too? <laughs> there you go. Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Well anyway, so that wraps up our discussion of, of Batman for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Any parting words, my good friend? Yes. Likewise. Easy. Me too, man. It's, it was great talking to you again. Oh, we will be. I love you, man. The next episode and, uh, of Batman 87. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it easy, guys. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha.